Robert Hill ran the Poho, Port Huron, Hoko. <laughs> 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 oh, that's a uh, hot cocoa there, buddy. <laughs> Hello, Ridge Runner Nation. We're back and better than ever with a new edition of the Weekly Rundown, where we talk about all things trail and ultra running from Southeast Ohio and all the running news from the East Coast. I'm your host, the faster host, Michael Owen. And I'm the better host, Wesley Hart. This week, we're coming to you from the OVRC studio. We will cover results from the Mountain Miss 50K, the Skydive Ultras, the start of the Arrowhead 135, and more. We'll also highlight all the news from the East Coast in the world of Strava. But first, a look at the Paul Barty streak. Thanks, Wes. While Paul Barty did extend his half marathon distance streak to 424 weeks, he's in the news for something completely different this week because actually, Mr. Barty is the subject of the, the rant of, of the, the week. week. On Monday, Barty titled his Strava entry, quote, outside with Dave H because treadmills are evil. So glad it isn't July, dot, 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 thermometer emoji. Where is everyone, end quote. Well, needless to say, Barty received a lot of flack for this title, mainly because of the where is everyone quote. Yeah, so be it that cold temperatures and ice and wind may have kept people indoors running on treadmills, but you know what? They are still running. And just because you are out there doing it and others are indoor on treadmills, doesn't mean you're any better, stronger, or more of a runner. The way I look at it, if people are being active, healthy, and they choose to do it on a treadmill, then good for them. Plus, some people have kids. They can't run outside in the cold with them in their strollers, and the only way they can do it is if it's on a treadmill. Or some people are actually smart and avoid icy conditions to remain injury-free. Or perhaps some people simply enjoy and don't mind running on a treadmill. So, enough of this. I am holier than now. I'm out here at 5.30 a.m. on the coldest day of the year. Where is everyone talk? Let's start supporting your fellow runners and active people. I was once told, if you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. And yes, that does apply to Strava. End rant. And in lighter news, in case you missed it, we are officially in contest mode. Since you helped us reach 150 subscribers on YouTube, we are giving away a free race entry to the Iron Furnace Trail Run. All you have to do is head over to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash ridgerunners, we will post a link in the description. Scroll down to find our contest video, watch the video, share the post, comment on it, and subscribe right here on YouTube and you'll be eligible to win. We are going to pick the winner of the contest live on the next show. Contest remains open through February 4th. Good luck, Ridge Hunter Nation. Thank you, Wes. Okay, let's cover some race results, shall we? The Mountain Miss 50K took place over the weekend, a staple early season 50K down in Alabama dating back to 1995. On the men's side, it was no surprise to see Ohio resident David Riddle take the overall win, running three hours and 52 minutes. Incredibly, that's Riddle's seventh win over the past 10 years. He absolutely owns the Mountain Miss 50K. It's awesome. Now, Nathan Holland and Tony White followed up about 10 minutes back in second and third, running four hours and four minutes and four hours and eight minutes respectively. On the women's side, a familiar name came out on top, Liz Canty. Canty ran four hours and 48 minutes, four minutes slower than last year, but she improved on her second place finish from a year ago. Carrie Laramore and Danielle Patterson were second and third in 523 and 546. Does anyone know the fastest start to an ultra marathon? Jet airplane, I don't know. Close, mm. at the skydive ultra runners start by jumping off a plane and soaring to the earth before pulling their parachute. Well, you know, that's probably where they would soar to. 
This race is absolutely loaded with elevation, but it's all in the first two miles as you climb up to 13,000 feet on an airplane. Is that a Strava? Is that recorded on Strava? It has to be. Okay. Once you land, you start the run. They have all distances from 10K to 200 miles. While official results have yet to be posted, we did gather some notable finishes from the Facebook page. Billy Gunn won the 100 mile race in 20 hours, 56 minutes, and then Phil Eberts won the 200 mile race in 54 hours, 45 minutes. Mike Ortiz finished the Hundy, and that was his ninth 100 mile finish in the last nine weeks. Wow. Yeah. On the women's side, it was Marilyn Schuplack who won the 100K in 20 hours, 26 minutes. It looks like Sue Edwards finished the 150 mile race in 39 hours, 43 minutes. Come on, Skydive Ultra, get those women winning results posted. Great job to all Skydive Ultra runners. Yeah, kind of like a interesting format of a race. Yeah, that's, yeah, we'll sounds take cool. It. The Arrowhead 135 mile run bike ski is one of the coldest, snowiest endurance events out there taking place in Northern Minnesota. Temperatures on this 135 mile point to point course often reach negative 30 to negative 40 degrees Fahrenheit and participants come from all over the world. Top, the top runners were about 35 minutes into the race at the time of recording and 15 hours had elapsed. There were still 44 runners left in the event. Meanwhile, the first men's biker had already finished and it was a new course record. That was Jordan Wakerly pedaling in 11 hours and 43 minutes. We'll update you on final results of the Arrowhead 135 next week. We also have results from the fastestknowntimes.com fastest known times of the year award. Wow. <laughs> and the men and women winning FKTs both came from east of the Mississippi. Yeah, really cool. The women's FKT of the year award goes to Alyssa Godelski and her record setting attempt on the Vermont's 273 mile long trail. In five days, two hours and 37 minutes, Alyssa, who lives in Virginia, took five hours off of Nikki Kimball's 2012 FKT on one of the oldest trails in America. The long trail traveling from the Massachusetts border, the full length of Vermont to the Canadian border was built with no switchbacks. So they go straight up and down the rugged mountains. Congrats, Alyssa, on the award. It's definitely a trail I want to check out someday. For sure. And the FKT that had people glued to their seat all summer long, well, for 41 days it is, was Carl Saab's Appalachian Trail record attempt. Traveling 2,189 miles from Springer Mountain in Georgia to Mount Katahdin in Maine, the Appalachian Trail is the most prestigious trail in the world and is one of the most prized FKTs out there, with the FKT being set each of the previous two years by the likes of Scott Jurek in 2016 and Carl Melter in 2017. The fact that Carl took an entire four days off the record in 41 days, seven hours, and 39 minutes, it puts him truly in a league of his own. Being from Belgium, Carl is no stranger to the US as he also holds the FKT for the Pacific Crest Trail. Congrats, Carl. I'm excited to see what's next. So I'm just trying to get the glue off my seat from <laughs> last summer, but it's still there. So congrats, everyone. Good one. All right. Well, anyways, now for our Strava rundown, where each week we highlight all the interesting activities and achievements from runners all across the East Coast. If you want to get noticed on the rundown, join the Ridge Runners Club on Strava by visiting the link below. I like it. A little morning recording session. Yeah. A little different, a little different. Can't go too crazy every week. You gotta keep it simple sometimes. So okay. there it is. There are so many different races that Ridge Runner Nation members ran over the weekend and they all did awesome. Robert Hill ran the Poho 
Port Huron Hot Cocoa 8.62 mile race. Shoot. Do you think they have any hot chocolate left? I could use a little refill. Shoot, awesome work, Robert. Robert, you claimed you went out a little fast, but still felt good. Awesome sauce, Robert. Awesome sauce. Awesome okay. sauce. What are you, five? Yes. Jenny Hayes ran the Columbus Running Company Frigid 5K. Was it frigid, do you think? Oh, of course, it has to be. She took first place female in her age group. Looks like the race gives away cookies for top finishers. I'll have to make a note of that. Great job, Jenny. If you need help finishing Jenny, you can send them our way and uh, we'll help you take care of those cookies. Yeah, you should bring them in March for Wesley when they're all crusty. Perfect. Waylon Burke ran the Miracle Match Marathon, also known as the MMM, in Waco, Texas over the weekend. Is it Miracle or Miracle? Miracle. Is it Waco or Waco? Waco. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> we'll see. For Generation, let us know. Waylon claimed that he would have preferred to run the trail race a day earlier, but had work obligations. Way to get after it, casually by running a marathon anyway. Yeah, quit your job to run that trail race. Nick McDonald ran the Ohio Northern Polar Bear Indoor Marathon and took the overall win. The race is run on 200 meter indoor track, and a member from ONU, cross country or track team, keeps track of your laps. Big help. I would definitely lose count after the first few. But uh, how many laps is that? Like 104 laps? Uh, 208 actually, because it's a 200 oh, meter track. Yeah, yeah, that's ridiculous. Whoever does that is You know just... who I feel bad for? I feel bad for the people who keep track of the laps. They're the real heroes there. Yeah, it's just, uh, I don't know why they call it the polar bear marathon either, because it's indoors. It's like the complete opposite of the polar bear plunge or that's, whatever. That's true. They should add a polar bear punch to it. In the uh, steeplechase pit or something? Yeah, oh, that'd be perfect. Just fill it up, get a nice little uh, polar bear in there, and it'll be perfect to go. <laughs> hey, do you want to run to lunch later? Me? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, sure. What are you thinking? Miles, because that's exactly what Hank Hepperly did on Sunday. He ran a point-to-point 21-and-a-half-mile -point run to meet someone for lunch. Absolutely crazy. Awesome sauce. Any guesses <laughs> to, to what he ate? Let us know in the comments below. I'm going to guess pizza. I'm gonna go with a burger. Could be run, vegetarian. Did he run back? He didn't, he uh, should've. That's really lame. Next time. Lots of wood topics on the Strava Spear this past week. Alyssa Chance posted this picture from the side of a trail of a cut blowdown with a perfect heart-shaped log. And Gabe Rainwater got in a tired tin after cutting firewood all day. Hey Gabe, I also heat my barn with wood. How about saving a few cords for me? Thanks, much appreciated. Your barn? Yeah, I live in a barn. Oh. I don't think I knew that. And with that, thanks for tuning this week's Rundown from the Ridge Runners. Be sure to check back next week. We'll deliver news on the URA 40 miler, the John Dick Memorial Crusty 50 miler, the Hallucination 24 hour, and more. In addition, subscribe to our YouTube channel and smash the bell below, and you'll be notified every single time we release a new video. You can also find us in podcast form on Apple iTunes and Google Play. I'm your host, the better host, Wassy Harden. And I'm your faster host, Michael Owen, and we'll see you next week on The Weekly Rundown.